1: Welcome to the Reggae Lover Podcast.
2: Hello Wonder here.
1: And I'm Agard. What up, people?
2: Another Reggae Lover Podcast episode. This is our review of Massacre's debut album, released December 3rd, 2021, on one side... Slash Genocide Records. Mm-hmm. heralded girl did anticipated release, you know what I mean, for the dance hall world.
1: Yeah, man. I got to say, you know, you, you usually pay attention to these things, you know, releases of albums and such. I'm usually, you know, in the sound system world. But uh I, I like how you... you <laughs> I'm going to say it this way. You tricked me into listening to the album, son.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So for everybody, um, basically Khalil sent me a text message and told me to listen to one song on the album, you know, and that pulled me in, you know, I was hyped after listening to that one song.
2: Uh, I was like, yo, you don't even have to listen to the whole album, you know, just listen to story, listen to the the track name story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you know, after that, I was like, all right, I'm interested to see what else is on the album. And it's interesting, man, um, what's going on in Jamaican music nowadays, you know, because I listen to the album and I can't necessarily call it reggae. Mm. Not to say that's a bad thing, but, you know, I think there's been a paradigm shift as to how I look at some of this music, you know? Interesting. Would you like me to expound?
2: (laughs) Yeah, tell me more. So it's not reggae, so meaning a different genre.
1: Yeah, so like basically um and I don't know if like, I'm, I'm It's
2: not soul. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Not, I don't know I don't know if I'm ready to quite like I, I don't like these these titles or tags, you know, that people put on stuff. I, that's why I just no, call it know. that's why I just call it Jamaican music, you know what I'm saying? So this this album actually sent me down a, a little bit of a rabbit hole or a vortex, you know, doing a little bit of research as to what's going on nowadays. Okay. So um a lot of the production on the on the album I would say is hip hop adjacent, you know. I wouldn't call it necessarily trap, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of the drum patterns and stuff like that are hip hop adjacent. And I counted maybe three songs that I can consider actual dance hall, you know, one being the song with Sean Paul, um, you know, other one being let's see Uh, They Don't Know, you know, and I guess another one would be Highlight, I believe, was, you know, those are the three tracks that I considered, you know, Dancehall and Dancehall Adjacent. Other than that, you know, I'm getting a real, you know, the closest thing is hip hop. That's the thing. Yeah. Okay.
2: So I feel like um, this is. Like Massacre, um in terms of an artist is he's a lyricist for sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and we knew this from the singles he had out prior. So for that reason I was interested to hear what a Massacre album would sound like. And um and I was able to listen to the whole thing through, you know what I'm saying, um like a few times now. Okay. And it's like I didn't really the last time I listened to it, my intention was to skip through songs in order to refresh my memory so we could record this and be intelligible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I ended up like getting to the end of like a lot of the songs. Like, I ended up just listening to most of the album, and I was like, damn it. You yeah. <laughs> got me.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, uh, a similar thing happened to me because Masca is a lyricist. Um, I would say this album is a lot more emotional than most of the music uh, I hear coming out of Jamaica is it's very introspective. You know, he talks about, you know, how his life is, you know, dealing with um toxicity, dealing with himself and emotions and all that stuff. And for some reason, uh, this is a weird comparison, but I would, it's not on the level of this album, but I would compare it in terms of the content to, you know, Naz's first album in a sense, you know what I'm saying, where obviously Naz's illmatic is a classic, you know what I'm saying from from front to 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 the to end to finish, but um this I would say in terms of lyricism and letting you into his life, you know what I'm saying obviously um there's some songs that obviously are stories, not necessarily reality. However, the emotion of it I would compare to something like, you know, a Nas or a Mob Deep or you know, like a darker um depiction of, of life. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Um, I like the the realism that's being presented here. You know what I mean? Because I feel like if you wanna know what Jamaican society is like right now for like inner city Mm-hmm. You know, like Ghetto Utes and stuff like that. I think this album kind of puts you in that mind frame. You know, you draw the comparison to Nas. Like, I had a similar thought, you know, because of the, the storytelling ability. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? um, Yeah, the way that Massacre is using his 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 lyrics, using the pen to create imagery. is very impressive. You know what I'm saying? And you know, to your point, talking about emotions, you know, he gives you a, a view into his, his perspective, um, into somebody like of his age group or demographic, you know what I mean? Living in that world, how they may, you know, view things. Yeah. So, you know, I'll just give you like my just overall rundown. So upon first pressing play track, number one is ultimate, um, you know what I mean? You get in some positivity. It's like, yo, it's not, it's not necessarily conscious lyrics. It's not like God bless, but at the same time, it's positive. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's real. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You got um ultimate, and then the next one is pain, which features Popcon. And you know, they're saying pain, and pain is is in every language. You know what I'm saying? Yo, that's deep. You know, this is much deeper than what we have been. Getting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. From Dance Hall. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um yeah, shouts to Poppy. He he really does well on features, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was going to put out an album and I wanted a feature, i will probably put him number one on the list. Like, yo, please. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> yeah, to <laughs> expound on what you just said, it's like that's the paradigm shift in my mind, right? Because I'm not used to listening to albums you know, much less albums out of Jamaica, you know, so listening to this, it it felt like an album and I kind of got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a lot of times in Jamaica it's very single driven. It's very rhythm driven. You know, this is a body of work by an artist. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. it's, It's an excellent introduction to the artist for, um, you know, anyone who wasn't familiar with him previously. Um, so like I said, you know, I chunked it down like yo, know, the first three, four songs going up to Toxic World. Um, Suicide Note is number three. Um, I saw there's a visual out for that now. Um, I haven't seen it yet um, as we record this. But the first four songs are our reality tunes, you know. But still, there's like a a positive like air to them. And then um, track number five, which was the second single. That we heard from the album um, "Love Story," uh, followed by "Moments," "Highlight," and um, "Quality." Um, mm-hmm. "Moments" features Stefan Don. That's um, track number six. But yeah, so the first four was you know reality. The first, the next three to four were about the girls. You know what I'm saying? So status quo for Dancehall right now, and you know, in the hardcore level, is you know some raunchiness. So you get mm-hmm. that. But still, with Massica, it's still being delivered, like, very intricately, you know, very creatively in terms of the the lyrics and the wordplay. Um, Mm -hmm. It's still there. Um, And some storytelling. Obviously, Love Story. It's a story, right? So, um, not my favorite song. the Love Story. uh, Not my favorite part of the album. But, you know what I'm saying? It's still showing you, you know, you're starting to see the versatility now. Right. um, As you listen. Um, And then... The next few songs, nine, 10, 11, um, you know, eight through 11, I say, you know, so you got quality, stature, king and vanish. Um, actually, yeah, quality, stature and king. Those, those songs are more like, yo, they seem more like freestyle, you know, mm-hmm. where he's talking about a little bit of everything. You know what I mean? And it's not just single themed. Um, you know, he's talking about, yeah, you know, some positivity in there, some yadi in there, some violence in there, talking about what he's doing with the girls in there, you know what I'm saying, highs and lows, like he's giving you kind of everything. Um so that those are kind of all over the place. But again, the way that he's delivering on the on the rhythms is fire. Um and then you get into Vanish and Contract Killer, which are you know, yo, hmm <laughs> Badman lane, you know what I'm saying? Think bounty, movado, cartel, whoever the baddest that you know. Like these are those songs. Um, again, with the delivery though, the lyrics in my mind, I haven't heard this level of lyricism from anyone. Um, shouts out to Kabaka. You know, we always talk about Kabaka with the lyrics. You know what I'm saying, but, um, yeah, I think massacre is on that level, if not, um, surpassing that level. Okay.
1: Yeah, I I often compare Massacre to Idonia. You know what I mean? Um, I think Masca, in a sense, I, I don't know if he surpassed Idonia, but they're they're to me in the same lane. Um, Masca, Idonia, Busy. You know, um, those are the three that I kind of group together a little bit because they do well with like a hip hop esque type of flow. You know, what I mean, I I know Kabaka does that as well. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, those. It's it's funny because I'll, I'll say it a little bit later, but you know, it led me down a little rabbit hole. Let's let's say that about lyricists right now. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, man. Um. So then you got Mirror, which that's a song that you have to just listen to it and then re-listen. You know what I'm saying? And really. You know, I'm I'm curious to see how if the video will be done for that, how you're going to do the video. But, yeah, like the way he's rhyming on that, you know, he's basically talking to himself, talking about what he sees in the mirror, um, that he makes mistakes, but he's going to keep going. So, again, it's a positive mm-hmm. air to it. Um, I think it's just very real. You know, a lot of people talk about Jamaica societies and moral decay. The violence is up. You know, you have all types of heinous crimes, you know. Sexual crimes going on. Um, so the reality is pretty harsh, you know, for the common young person. And um, so I think Massachusetts just gives you um, a glimpse of that. But it doesn't mean that all is lost at the same time. You know, he's telling you every black man is a king and he's telling you, you know, no matter what, he's going to keep going, basically. Um, similar vibes with Heart Cry. Um, and then we get to track number 15 entitled Story. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the song that I sent to you to send you to, uh you know, to check it out. uh What's your what was your vibe with that?
1: I mean, a straight movie, you know, I mean, we talk about Nas. We could talk about Slick Rick. We could talk about, you know, all the different storytellers in hip hop. And this is up there with it. um This is not the same type of subject matter, but it reminds me of a song that Kanye West actually did on one of his albums. Um, I forget which album, sorry. No, but it was basically a 10-minute song describing, you know, um, his ascension in the music industry. You know what I'm saying? A real account of, um, you know, how he got to that point thus far to become a producer and then a rapper. And this story, you know, obviously it's... It seems fictional. I mean, it might be based on a real story. I don't know. But um I just think when I hear this is movie, you know, it's very vivid. You know, whoever you are, when you listen to this, as long as you understand, you know, Patois, you know, you have a very vivid movie going on in your brain when you're listening to this song. You know, you can see what's happening clearly. And that's the sign of of a true lyricist to be able to, you know, have you go into your mind and actually envision this whole thing like this could be literally a movie it's like a screenplay you know what i mean
2: yeah yeah my thoughts exactly um could even be you know we do the, the they do the limited series and stuff like that right now mm-hmm. i mean this could be actually like you know power or one of those type of things or it's, it's a whole series yeah. bro um, Yeah, where the story just continues you know what i'm saying um, and what's unique about it, you know, when I think of a lot of the storytelling, like you, you know, alluded to Kanye, um, you know, you think of like Nas One Love, um, from the Illmatic album, mm-hmm. um, where that one is a letter, you know, what I'm saying, but it's still kind of like first person, you know, um, yeah, Flick rick, you know, it's a lot of first person, so this is Massacre is not in the story, he's telling you a story about different people. You know what I mean? About two brothers and their families and, and different parts of their lives and then down to the, like, their children's lives. And it's
1: like, yo. Yeah. Mothers, baby mothers. Yeah. Yo. You know, going a and all types of things, yo. Changing
2: scenes, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Dang, bro. Like, when you think about how sometimes you'll watch a movie or a show and it's just like everything is filmed in one room like literally like in somebody's apartment or yeah. <laughs> at somebody's house and um and this is epic because if it's a movie you're talking a big budget movie it's not mm-hmm. <laughs> you're talking a big budget movie many different scenes shootouts love scenes you know what I mean in Jamaica in jail at the funeral in foreign <laughs> you know what I mean they going he was going all over the place with it i was like dang. Um, really reminded me, you know, from that third person storytelling, like of, um, Can It Be? That it was also simple then, you know, that, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Wu-Tang mm-hmm. joint where they're telling a story about, you know, what Mike was doing with Stephanie and all oh, this and that, you know what I mean? Like, very, very, very rare, um, that I've heard a song. I mean, I've never heard a song like this. going to put it that way. It's 10 minutes long, yeah, yeah. several chapters. So just, just this tune alone adds an additional mic or a star or a stripe or whatever to the album mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean cuz albums don't have to be where you could listen to the whole thing we already
0: know i mean bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion150 then BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see BetMGM.com for terms 21 plus only Virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in Washington DC mm-hmm.
2: I listened to um shout out to Alicia Keys you know what I mean I just heard part of her interview on drink, drink uh drink champs with Nori and um they were talking about her album. So, you know, I, I went and checked out the album. Didn't finish listening to the interview because I'm a fan. You know what I'm saying? And I was asked, yo, how was it? And and I was like, you know, it's all right. Because, you know, Alicia Keys is never that give you a full album that you're going to love every song type of artist to me.
1: Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. I've I've had Alicia Keys albums that I didn't like, actually. <laughs> yeah,
2: but she always has a bang or a two under yeah, for you. Yeah gonna have a couple that you're gonna listen to over and over, but um, but yeah, I digress, but yeah, this massacre, you know, I think the song story bol- bolsters the album it's not a it's not really a commercial song, there's no chorus, so you're probably yeah not gonna hear it. I don't know if you'll ever hear it unless you get the album honestly and
1: and the beat is similar to something that would have come out in the late eighties, early nineties, you know, you know uh, you know the drum pattern. It's similar to something like Slick Rick would have done. Yeah, mm.
2: yeah. yeah. I just know the piano, it's like piano riffs and stuff going on. You know, the beat cuts off and he pauses and you think the song is over. And then it comes back and he gives you like five more chapters like that. So very impressive. And then our album ends up with They Don't Know, which um, is a single that's been out for a good while now that a lot of people know from Massacre. So that's like the familiar song um, on the project. So another unique thing here is, you know, you're getting like 15 new songs for the most part that, that have never been heard before. Very different than your typical, you know, quote unquote, reggae album of the past.
1: Yeah, like I was saying before, like, I don't, I just consider Jamaican music. Um, I think I'm at a point where, I, I'm not lamenting, you know, artists not doing quote unquote reggae or dancehall right now. You know, I feel like there is good balance, though. You know, you mm-hmm. still have your, you know, Taurus rallies, and even if you, you know, Idonia, you know, he's a solid, you know, dancehall artist. He has a similar lyricism, but he's using dancehall beats, dancehall rhythms. You know what I mean? Massacre, I think, is in a in a in a camp now of I want to say hip hop influenced artists. You know what I mean? Um, we've heard that with interviews from like coffee and stuff. Like she's heavily influenced by, um, hip hop. You know, obviously Kabaka has made many different songs with hip hop artists. You no, know, he's a lyricist. Um, so like I was saying earlier, I got, I guess I went down a rabbit hole. So I listened to this on Spotify. And Spotify also has a feature where it says, like, say I'm listening to Massacre as Massacre Radio, okay? So it's kind of like a curated um, playlist, you know, with similar songs. And um, it's interesting because I got to a song, um, who was it, with uh, Skeng, okay? Okay. So those of you who listen to a lot of Soundclash and you know, sound system nowadays, Skeng is a new artist, you know, with the song of burp, burp. <laughs> uh, my rendition. Yeah. Not a great rendition. So I, I went on Skeng's page, you know, and I realized, you know, there's Skeng, there's intense, there's skilly bang. You know, there's a bunch of these artists right now that, you know, are sort of, I want, uh, it's, it's crazy because Maska to me is like, a veteran to them. You know what I mean? It's like a newer generation mm-hmm. that it's really on some battle rap, hip hop type ish, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: So, the yeah. So that was interesting. And then when I was going down ra- that rabbit hole, you know, I realized, um, a lot of popular songs and music coming out right now, are also Trini bad. You know what I mean? So then I went down the Trini bad rabbit hole, which is, I guess Trinidad's version of, uh, for lack of a better term, dan- dance hall trap. You know, and what I realized is just based on my little bit of, you know, listening in the past few days, it's like Jamaica has moved on to something more reminiscent of hip hop in a sense for the new generation, while Trinidad has kind of taken up the mantle of dance hall trap. You know what I mean? And it's doing it very well with the production. And it's 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 a very interesting thing going on right now. It's like almost like Trini Bad is doing dancehall trap better than Jamaicans, and then Jamaicans have moved on to something more reminiscent of hip hop. This is just my you know take for what it's worth. You yeah. Know? So it's just an interesting thing going on right now.
2: Word. Well, that's you know editorial outtake there from Agard. You mm-hmm. know. Appreciate the analysis. I haven't really studied it as much as a whole. Um, But, you know, I know the sound is definitely different. The energy is different. Uh, I mean, I feel like this is just the the new thing. It's the current thing, you know, mm-hmm. and Massacre is uh, probably the best, you know, out there right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know we've been feeling his tracks for a while now and, you know, his name has always come up when we talk about who's doing good out of the new artists who's capable out of the new artists. Mm -hmm. Um, when you talk about dub plates, like I really, I can't get enough of hearing (laughs) massive songs and dances right now. I'm like, yo, um, I feel like I want to hear more and more. I'm glad this album is out now. So now I can hear more, (laughs) and more dubs. I want to hear who voiced this out, you know what I'm saying? On dub plate. Um, If we are doing the same rhythms or putting them on different tracks, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to hear it. I'm here for
1: it. Yeah, man. And, you know, it's good to see a lot of these artists with, you know, official releases, you know what I'm saying, be being streamed worldwide, you know, racking up some good streaming numbers. You know, sales is a thing of a past. You know, I'm not going to get into that. But, you know, it seems like the streaming numbers are are, are going up.
2: Yeah, man. So... If you haven't checked this out, it gets my stamp of um recommendation um I will say that this is very explicit content yep um we had to drive uh, I'm like an hour from the airport you know, so I was in the in the car with my wife on the way to the airport and I just without any warning you know I started playing this four three eight album and we're going along and um Eventually she's like, you know, I don't know what mixtape this is, um, you know, what kind of mix this is that you're listening to, but I'm not feeling it, you know. And um <laughs> so by that point the song story had come on mm-hmm. and um I couldn't even like start listening to like engage her at the time. Mm-hmm. But um but I did <laughs> because you know, <laughs> can't not engage. Um but yeah, and I was just explaining <clears throat> what I should have probably explained ahead of time. Like, you know, this is Massacre, this is blah blah blah, and this is the new album. Um, and she, you know, mentioned that uh some of the content kind of disturbed her spirit. You know what I mean? So, you know, I will just put that warning out there that um this is not for the faint of heart. And yeah, yeah. um if you're a little bit more um prone to be offended by lyrical content from popular music, you may want to skip this one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there might be literally just one song for you, which was probably the last song, (laughs) you know, that's consumable for the faint of heart.
2: Right, exactly. So, yeah, so that's the little caveat there. Um, But if you like the hardcore, this is it. And um, if you want to do a study of, um, you know, Current Jamaican society and dance hall It's a good example to um to add to your research.
1: Yeah, man. And it felt like an actual album, you know, like I was saying earlier. I'm used to, you know, dance hall Jamaican artists, you know, just putting together a, a chronology, a <laughs> you know a what I'm saying? Of of hit songs, of singles and just putting it out there. So this this was not that. So I I I appreciated it.
2: Yeah and you know it got me thinking like one of the last albums that i listened to new albums was sean paul's release Mm -hmm. and you know what i mean it's like i think he even said it in in the press so it's like yeah you know i just party life and ray ray and it's just like yo i think it just seems forced when you do that you know what i mean like every Mm -hmm. song is about partying and stuff it's like you're not like we're not partying that much bro (laughs) <laughs> like, you know well, saying?
1: he's seen a different life still, you know?
2: Nah, man. He's not partying <laughs> like that. You know? Like, nobody... It's not realistic. You're mm. forcing it. <laughs> um, and, and I get, you know, wanting to inject that into the business or whatever. But, you know what I'm saying? You're forcing it, bro. Um, And then I think, you know, we're going to do our, our Grammy episode. So, we're talking about that. But, you know, we talked about the Spice Project and I thought that, you know, again, just to revisit, you know, that gave you a broader scope, you know what I'm saying, in terms of different types of songs, different styles of music, different lyrics, you know, lyrics about different things, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I applaud the the completeness um of the Massacre album and yeah, I don't know what comes next. I guess uh the next one we'll talk, probably talk about is Bounty Killer. So Yeah man. So um any final is what's the uh the 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 beat any any beats from this that stood out in your mind
1: beats yeah. um i don't know man like a lot of the production is of the like a darker type of production so it was more like the lyrics that were sticking out to me um the most well produced track uh track excuse me um, or the most complete sounding one was, you know, the one with Sean Paul. I think that had a single vibe to it. Um, and you know, obviously, um, they don't know, you know, we know that well, but other than that, it was mostly the storytelling, you know, and I guess the complete vibe, you know, I I do like the, the, the beat of the 10 minute song, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. That, that that had a vibe to it, you know? But, yeah, I, I can't say that anything really stood out production-wise. It's more of the, the artists on display. You know what I mean? Okay.
2: Yeah, you know, because that's the reason why I really couldn't compare it to Ilmatic. Yeah. Because Ilmatic was... Some was of the best producers Production masterpiece. Ever. Yeah, it was an all-star team yeah. of producers that, you know... I mean every song on there like just the beat alone was was pretty epic. So um that's yeah. why you know I wanted to just get your opinion on on that. Here um you know I noticed the beat on the Sean Paul but when I really took a close listen it was very simplistic you know. I'm mm-hmm. There was like really no changes or anything, you know, a couple pauses in the track.
1: That was definitely made for a, a wider audience. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps or their attempt song. Yeah.
2: Um I think uh the one with, Pop- with Poppy was um probably had the most bass, yo. Mm-hmm. So I would say if anything stood out it's that one. Um I I don't really like, like the beat for They Don't Know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just the same as all the other new rhythms, you know, what I'm yeah. saying like I'll tolerate it, <laughs> but it's not it's not really um Evoking no, like no an emo- emotional yeah. response from me, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, to your point, the one in story is good, and um, I think Contract Killer, the beat on that is is really aggressive,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> as the song is.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it it matches um, really well, but you know, to your point, the rhythms, the beats, whatever, it's kind of like in the background, and what's really on display <laughs> is Massacre's uh, writing. and Mm -hmm. and delivery and when I say delivery you know he has different voices so I noticed in the 10 minute song story again keep talking about this but in different chapters like he changes his voice Mm -hmm. it almost seems like there's a different person in the booth
1: (laughs) so it's interesting because you know someone else recently did something like that with a similar story well I don't know if it was a story but uh, Kendrick Lamar had a single that came out a few months ago where he had like four different, like four or five different voices. You know what I'm saying? Some sick sickness. But yeah, that's what that reminded me of.
2: Well, there you have it, folks. We have callbacks to Kendrick Lamar and Nas and Wu Tang, you know, after listening to Massacre. So I think that kind of lets you know where this is. And,
1: um, you know,
2: that, that we'll call that a review. Yeah, man. Print,
1: (laughs) yeah, man. So, I hope the industry lifts up Massacre. You know, let's do it, industry,
2: (laughs) yeah, man. All right, man. Yeah, you know what? As you said, that you know, we talked about this as well. Um, it would be nice to see him with the hip hop collaboration or a few Mm -hmm. coming out in the next, you know, maybe the next project or in the next few months or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. to really see him. On the same track with some of the type of lyricists that we're talking about here. Yeah, man. Because when I not compare him to Lil, whoever, and you know, young, whatever, are <laughs> we comparing him to some giants? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, take note. Yeah, man. All right, man. Well, this is a dedication to regular lovers worldwide. Thank you for supporting the show. Do remember, we're on YouTube now. Uh, a lot of people still didn't know or are still discovering the YouTube channel. So all of last season was made available on YouTube, where you can check out the video. So if you haven't already, even if you don't want to watch the video, uh, check out the channel and just hit subscribe on the page. And that really helps us out um, in finding new listeners, reaching new audiences, and, um, you know what I'm saying, spreading the
1: love. Yeah, man. Thank you, everyone. Stay safe. Peace. Peace. If you're interested in a sponsorship or donation, please email info at reggaelover.com. Follow us on Instagram at podcast. Like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash lover podcast.